Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of The Chris Carpenter Show. We're going to do a couple of show reviews tonight, um, and I will do my normal recording um, on Sunday. We'll uh, kind of talk over the, the big week's news, uh, which will be more realignment stuff. But uh, anyway, we're going we're gonna, to gonna give you my season reviews of two shows uh, that had their season finales this week, Star Trek Strange New Worlds and Dark Side of the Ring. Um, now, one of them, actually both of them, we're not sure. Dark Side of the Ring hasn't officially been renewed, and then uh, Strange New Worlds is a, you know, with the writer's strike and the SAG strike, it's going to be probably a couple of years before we um, see that show come back again. So, um, so overall, I really did like season two of Strange New Worlds. Um, there was a big, there was a couple glaring things that I noticed. Number one was there wasn't a lot of, it didn't seem like there was a lot of Captain Pike this season. And that, that was definitely, um, something that was very noticeable, and I think a couple of seasons, or a couple episodes into the season, I read that he um, had been on like paternity leave for a lot of the season. And so I, I guess that explains it. But that was definitely um, a big glaring uh, part of this season. Um, you know, hopefully season three, we'll, we'll get a lot more of, of Captain Pike. Um, the scenes he was in and the episodes he was in, uh, you know, I thought he, he, you know, he did a pretty good job. Um so that that was definitely noticeable. The other thing that was very noticeable was there was a lot of ca- of not not Captain Kirk. He was he's Lieutenant Kirk at this point. That the it kind of got honestly it got a little tiring um, by the end. Um, so he was I think he ended up being in um, three to five, three episodes four episodes total. Um, and, you know, the first episode was it was it was a quote unquote time travel story. And so it was an alternate Kirk. Um, we, we did get the introduction to the actual um, captain, the actual James T. Kirk in a later episode. And then we ended up having Kirk. It, it he, he ended up boarding the ship again for the musical episode, which I will talk about a little bit later. Um, here's the thing. It kind of got, especially near the end of the season when he kept showing up, it really, it was almost like we had to come up with different plot contrivances to bring him on. I just, it it was weak. It was weak to me. And, and, you know, I know there's a lot of people uh, that don't care for the actor that's playing Kirk. Uh, I think his name's Paul Wesley. He's fine as, as Kirk. First of all, this is not Captain Kirk yet, so we're several years before that. So I think you can kind of explain a little bit away some of the differences. Um, I, I still think he's near enough to the portrayal of Chris Pine and, and, and William Shatner from the 60s series that he could, he could play a good Kirk. Um, the problem I have with this is I, I really feel like Strange New Worlds should focus on the Pike Enterprise and the characters that make up the Pike Enterprise, and I don't see the need to keep teasing us with "Oh, there's Kirk," and and we're going to talk about it a little bit later on. Uh, we we ended up getting introduced to Scotty in last night's episode. You know, those characters have been. I mean, they've been featured. They had seventy nine original series episodes. 
six movies. We've seen a lot of their story. And, and I just, I don't think there's a lot of that story to tell with those characters where you don't run the risk of having, having it be go against the canon, which I'm not, you know, it has to be canon every single time, but there are Star Trek fans like that. And it's probably best that you try not to mess up the canon, I would say. So I'm hoping in season three, we see less of Kirk. I know that that's something that they can dangle out there and, Oh, we're going to get fans to, to watch. I, you know, like I said, I, I think it's best when you don't have have to have to trot out, you know, Kirk every single time. Uh, yeah, I think probably the the end of this show is going to be Kirk um, taking over the Enterprise. So I think there's gonna be plenty of time to do that. Um, so that would be something I would say they need to move away from. They did a lot of um, just kind of episodes where it didn't feature all of the characters, not even just Pike. You know, you it seemed like you did. You did an horror episode. You did a lawn episode. You did a, a Spock episode. You did, you know. So that that was kind of interesting. Some of them I think were hit and miss. Um, I, I thought the horror episode was really good. You know, I thought the I, I really did like the lawn episode. You know, dealing with Khan and things like that. Even though there was some time travel elements um, involved, I, I thought that was fine. You know, um, Spock, Spock, and and I'm trying to keep telling myself that this is not the Spock that we're going to see in the original series because there's Spock just keeps displaying a lot of emotion and it's like, well, you know, and I understand in the cage he smiled and did all that other stuff, you know, laughed and smiled. Um, I get that. It's just it's it's just, it's just a bit of a jarring portrayal of Spock that that um I've noticed so that's something that that kind of uh, I noticed now as far as just episodes in general the you know we did get the lower decks crossover really really enjoyed that episode I would love to see more of the lower deck characters in live action uh, I thought Jack Quaid and uh, Tawny Newsom did a great job. I thought they did a great job integrating kind of two different genres. You know, Lower Decks is kind of more of a co- comedy type show. Strange New Worlds, I mean, it, it's a drama most of the time. I thought they did a good job of integrating the two. And, and I thought it was overall a pretty strong episode. I thought um, the episode that followed it with the um, dealing with the Klingon War that was an extremely strong episode as well. Um, I was not a fan of the musical episode. And I, I understand that that's, that's a big th- A lot of people like musical episodes and other, other shows have experimented with it. My attitude about it, okay, you know, we've had 900 Star Trek episodes. If you want to do a musical, yeah, that's fine. Um, it was just one of those like, okay, yeah, I, I guess... I guess it's fine, you know, um, but it, it, what it, it was not necessarily, you know, my quote unquote cup of tea overall. Um, and then we had the season, we had the season finale last night and I thought overall great season finale. We do have the reintroduction of the Gorn, which, yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people are gonna complain about that because, 
you know, the episode arena established, well, that's the first time we've ever seen the Gorn. Um, here's the thing with the Gorn situation, and I keep wondering, are we going to explain why we have, like, no mention of the Gorn <laughs> post, like, that one episode of the original series? Like, they're never really talked about Next Generation or Deep Space Nine or any of those or shows. So that would be something that I would be very curious. Is that going to be explained? Because I think they've gone out of their way to establish, I guess, that the Gorn are the big bads of this Strange New Worlds era. Because, um, you know, Klingons, there's some tension there, but they're not, we're not necessarily at war with them. Uh, the Romulans, you know, obviously you don't see the Romulans still balance the terrorists. So they can't really do anything with them. So I guess the Gorn are the big bad guys. Um, but that will be something I'm very interested to see if, if that somehow explained why, you know, they're, they're this really um, intimidating alien race and we never hear from them after one episode of the original series. So that that's that's something that'll be interesting. And then we're left with a huge cliffhanger, um, which kind of stinks because, you know, it's going to be a couple of years before the season three is going to be shot. Um, season three, from my understanding, a lot of had, a lot of it had been written. So, you know, that's, that's basically, that's basically, you know, where we're at with that. But again, you know, until this writer strike and SAG strike gets solved, you are not going to have any, um, sort of, resolution and, and shooting of the season three and it continues to sound like that we're in for a very long strike so we'll see what happens uh, overall um I, I still think this was a great solid season i would like to i would like to not have as many experimental episodes next season and like i said you know they'd introduced uh scotty last night I kind of rolled my eyes. I mean, and the actor did a good job as playing Scott, uh, Mr. Scott. But again, they've had they've had a lot of time to show. I mean, they had you know even the J.J. Abrams movies. Those were all you know the Kirk characters and his crew. I, I kind of want to move not away from them, but I kind of want to see other characters get their opportunities. So. Um, you know, I I remember even thinking last night, okay, I guess uh, at some point we're going to see Sulu, Chekhov, and McCoy. They're the only ones left we haven't seen. You know, probably we'll see them at some point. Um, but so I, I hope they kind of steer away from that part of it and, and let Pike's Enterprise kind of have their shine um, for as long as this, this Strange New World show lasts, which who knows how long it's going to last. Um, it's going to last seven seasons. I don't know. You know, five seasons seems to be kind of your normal um, run for a streaming show. This writer strike, SAG strike might change that. We'll see what happens. This is going to be very interesting to see what happens with Star Trek with the SAG strike. Um, you know, the, there was a start, you know, we already, Discovery's been canceled. Picard uh, had their last episodes. You know, they canceled Prodigy and now we're seeing leaks of, clips from season two of prodigy including the uh, appearance of the emh um but that that's not going to come back you know if, if at some point hopefully season two will air somewhere but they're not going to bring it back and so you know and then there was obviously a movement to have some sort of picard spinoff show 
um, you know, called Star Trek Legacy. The it's just going to be interesting to see when everything is said and done with the strike. Is there going to be less willingness to spend money on uh, Star Trek shows? So, um, so that's kind of my thoughts on Strange New Worlds. Let's talk Dark Side of the Ring. This was season four of Dark Side of the Ring. And if you've never watched Dark Side of the Ring, it comes on Vice. And in fact, you can, I, you can go back very easily and watch the, the previous seasons. Basically, the plot of this show is it's a documentary style show that, that goes into um, talking about kind of some of the scandals, for lack of a better word, that have happened in the pro wrestling world. Um, you know, they did a they did a two part episode on the on, on everything happened with Chris Benoit, the Owen Hart um, tragedy. They did an episode on that. Uh, they did an episode on Brian Pillman. Um, so stuff like that. They've also done, you know, they did um, episode on probably one of my favorites actually was they did one on when WCW went and toured North Korea which um, just a kind of a wild story and to hear some of the some of the experiences that they had when they were in North Korea, you know, pretty insane. Um, so just uh, kind of some interesting, interesting uh, episodes um, that have happened on this dark side of the ring. So this was season four and this one to me was a bit up and down. Uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of episodes um, that were very. I don't know. It was it was more like let's focus on this one wrestler and you know he he you know he had he did drugs he did bad that, that there was almost like kind of that formula you know they did they did an episode on you know Doink the clown um, the junk it was really like it was almost like back to back to back. You had kind of the same personality of an episode. So you started with Doink the Clown, then the Junkyard Dog, then Adrian Adonis, Abdul the Butcher even to a certain extent. It was almost, they were almost kind of, you just replace the name and it's the same episode. You know, this, here was this wrestler from the 80s. They had darkness, whether it be drugs or it be, um, you know, with Abdul the Butcher, it was the Hepatitis C stuff. And, you know, and again, you can even make the argument the Bam Bam Bigelow one as well kind of had that same formula. Um, having said that, I think some of them were, were, were interesting. Some of them were interesting. Some of them uh, not so much. Uh, the Doink the Clown episode, I really, I really didn't care for. Um, Junkyard Dog was really interesting. Uh, you know, I remember him from the 80s, but I didn't know his full story. Adrian Adonis, another one I thought was really interesting. Abdullah the Butcher, that one was not really that that interesting to me. And then the Bam Bam Bigelow, I, I did enjoy that one. Um, one thing I learned, I didn't realize he was in the WWF like way back in the 80s with Hulk Hogan. And uh, I always remembered him when he you know wrestled uh, Lawrence Taylor in the main event of WrestleMania 11. So, um, you know, beyond that, you, you had probably my favorite – episode of this season I honestly like the bash at the beach one and part of that was because you know bash at the beach was a I remember when that went down and I remember you know the whole kind of scandal with it the Vince Russo you know WCW in 2000 all of that um so that was kind of interesting and I'm, I, 
I wouldn't necessarily say there was really any new ground covered, um, especially if you've listened to any podcast. You know, Eric Bischoff's covered it. Jeff Jarrett's covered it. There really wasn't any new new material related to to um, you know what they talked about. But I, I just thought, thought it was real interesting to again kind of replay that. And you know, I, they didn't make Hulk Hogan look very good, which you know. I don't know. I think ultimately we're never really going to truly know what happened with, with that entire situation. You know, Vince Russo, I think is very much, he's very full of himself. He's, he, he kind of portrays himself as never being in the wrong. And, you know, as much as I like his podcast, Eric Bischoff definitely is a Hulk Hogan apologist. And I'm a Hulk Hogan fan. You know, I'm you know, having said that. But I thought it was an interesting episode. The, the Magnum TA episode was another good one. You know, I had never, I'd heard of that wrestler, but I didn't know much about him and kind of, a, kind of an interesting episode. So I, I'm interested to see, see if they go to a season five. I think if they go to a season five, you know, what I hope that that doesn't happen is you don't, kind of do that same formula where you just let's trot out a wrestler and t- talk about all of his, you know, issues and we'll do that for an hour. That's kind of what it felt like for a lot of this season. And I think there's a lot of stories that you could tell beyond kind of that, that, you know, way that realm, you know, um, I think it'd be, I, th- I still think it'd be very interesting to do like a, you know, maybe you do a two-parter on, you know, WCW, the kind of the, and I know WWE's covered it, the rise and fall of WCW, but, you know, when you get something produced by the WWE, they're going to tell the story one-sided, meaning the side that makes the WWE look the best. And so I would, I would personally like to see them possibly maybe do um, something where, where you could kind of get maybe a little bit more of an unvarnished um, portrayal and uh, view of, of everything that went down uh, with WCW. So I think there's still stories to tell. The One of the problems they're going to have is uh, the Vice Network, which they're on, has filed for bankruptcy. And so I don't know if you'll see them wanting, willing to produce original content like they have. So... But anyway, I, I just thought I'd pop on uh, this Friday night and kind of give you my review of these these two shows. Um, I like I said, I will be doing my regular uh, recording on Sunday of the Chris Carpenter show, and next Sunday, just going to let y'all know, next Sunday is going to be the college football prediction show for this season. We are. We are actually two weeks, two weeks from tomorrow, college football will be being played. Not a lot, a lot of games. I think the big one is Notre Dame Navy that weekend, but we are going to have college football in two weeks. And so next week we are going to do um, the prediction show and I'll, I will go through Texas Tech schedule um, game by game, give you my win-loss uh, prediction for them. We will talk Big 12. I'll give you my prediction to who I think the Big 12, who will win the Big 12. And then we'll talk college football playoff, give you kind of my cursory predictions about some of the other conferences. So 
Make sure you uh, are f- following this Twitter, whether it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and you will have access to that episode when it drops. So hope everybody has a good weekend and make sure you are ready for Sunday and we will have our regular episode of The Chris Carpenter Show.